You're listening to DraftKings Network. We just want to break into the episode. The episode's going to start real soon. Uh, we just want to uh, say a quick word uh, about a very close friend of ours. That's right. Uh, Daryl Grove of Total Soccer Show. If you guys do not know, uh, if you don't listen to that show, or if you haven't seen, followed us on social media. What rock are you living under? Exactly. But Daryl Grove uh, of Total Soccer Show, uh, who are friends of ours. Uh, we went on tour with him. Yes. Uh, uh, and Taylor, they were both And Taylor, there. yeah, but they, they are very much family to us, uh, especially after that tour that we did uh, last summer. But, I mean, look, if you haven't heard, uh, clearly th- there's a, a serious issue going on right now. Yeah, uh, he has revealed on his show that he's been diagnosed with stage four liver and colon cancer. <laughs> Uh, a serious situation. First of all, I want to thank all the fans that we retweeted out the GoFundMe. They started a GoFundMe. Uh, everyone, I think it's over seventy-seven thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, absolutely incredible. The and support, the support from the soccer community has been absolutely beautiful. It's been wild, and we want to thank all of our fans uh, who who retweeted it and gave out. Um, and we also just want to say that, dude, uh, Daryl is is an extremely strong person. Uh, he is one of the people that I have zero worry about when it comes to something like this. He will fight this thing. Through and through, he has a great spirit. But we just want to send a shout out to everyone that we know that gave him love, and we want to send a shout out to Total Soccer Show, and specifically to uh, Daryl Grove. Uh, you're one of our closest friends in this entire soccer community. We wish you well. We're going to be there every step of the way, and we want to thank everyone that we know that found them maybe through us or found us through them that has done something positive. Look, if you can't give, you retweet it. That's all you got to do. If you don't have Twitter. Then tell someone you know who does to retweet it. That's all you got to do. Keep keep this thing going. Let's get him as much relieve as much stress for him and his family as possible. Uh, this is a serious situation, and he needs all the help he can get. And we're here for him. And also, thank you to everyone just in the general like industry. It yeah. was amazing to see Men in Blazers, Alexi Lalas, everyone. Yeah, that's right. Everyone was sending out love. And if you can't give money, that's fine. But everyone was retweeting it and trying to help. And that's huge. And it's yeah. And it is beautiful to see. And uh, like we we met uh, uh, Taylor and Daryl at, uh, at in, in Philadelphia, Phil, in Philadelphia yeah. for the, the United US Soccer Coaches Convention. Yeah. And uh, and we didn't we, we knew, you know, we listened to the show. We casually sort of knew each other online and stuff like that. But after we decided, hey, maybe we should to do a tour and see what this is like honestly i mean we be, they they are genuinely a, a pair of our best friends right absolutely and and we wish them nothing but the best i know this is going to be a, a very challenging time but again uh if you'd like to donate uh go to uh, it's on gofundme but it's, it's the, also our instagram our instagram our link, link uh is the gofundme link so just on instagram at soccer cooligans you can just see the link right there and just click on it and feel free to donate uh or share as alexis mentioned but it yeah do both if you can donate also so share it. Let everyone you know know that this exists, and let's give him as much opportunity to sort of relax and just fight the cancer and not worry about those bills that are coming. Exactly. So uh, we love you guys uh, for listening. We love you, Daryl, Taylor, Total Soccer Show, all all the people who listen to Total Soccer Show, and and yeah, who ha- who heard about us because uh, without TSS, we wouldn't be where we are as well. I mean, uh, they they've been incredibly supportive of, of what we're doing, uh, and and we want to uh, help Daryl in his in his time of need. So uh, go. To to that GoFundMe link on our Instagram page and feel free to donate. Ah, today on the episode. 
episode. Oh my god, so many fun things happening. It's one big segment. One big ass. ass segment. Oh yeah, it's a big ass. It's segment. a big ass segment. Oh, wait till you see it. It's beautiful. <laughs> this segment got a badonka yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this segment needs to back that segment up. So we talk about so much. We talk about US men's national team. We talk about weird things happening in the league with transfers that did or did not happen. That's right. We also get into uh some Liga MX MLS news. We try to figure out what the hell happened to Jovinko. Uh because and is he the greatest that has ever done it? Also, we are joined for the entire episode by the one and only Aaron West. Yeah, this segment got a wagon. All this, <laughs> all this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Yeah. We got, a, yeah. we got a third person screaming today. Yes, finally. It's not just me. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is exciting. That's right. This is this has never happened before. What has never happened before? We've got someone who's sitting in on third mic. Actually, yeah, we had Kirby. <laughs> Way back. For all the day one. We've had, yeah, we've had other people, Not, but it's not a no regular one, thing. No one's ever sat in on the first segment, and that's 100% true. Um... I, no I, one's ever said it. I feel like that's wrong. Right, could you just for fans? <laughs> but I just for I, the show. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Every day it's yeah. like this. Every day I'm doing You're starting to understand what I gotta go through. We usually He's just, out here fact checking <laughs> for no goddamn reason. We just start the show just by fighting each other. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we are the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And today we are joined by a third mic. Uh, we are joined by... I am Aaron West. Aaron there. West. There he uh, is. This, this is uh, your, uh, your, your favorite. We are your favorite stand-up comedians. I mean, Aaron is not a comedian, yes. but he is a very, very funny person. You're funny, dude. <laughs> you. We are your comedians favorite... Comedians just told me I'm funny. I literally, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm taking that for the rest of the week. That's, that's but it. is it true? We're fine now. <laughs> this is the trial. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host a soccer podcast. And this is not only the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever heard of. It no. is also what, Alexis? I want to make sure everyone knows it definitely is the funniest. Yeah. It's not just that. You're right. It's also Aaron knows. It's, it's the, the gullies. Gullies. The go- soccer podcast. <laughs> everybody gets it. That's right. <laughs> uh, we, uh, everybody gets it. <laughs> we are excited to uh, have a guest here. Uh, and and we'll get we'll talk to him in detail a little bit because we you've, you've heard Aaron West on the show. But Aaron uh, how do Damn you, right. How do you feel uh, about being asked to come here today, uh, especially under the circumstances that you're that you were brought here under? I, I feel <laughs> honored to be honest. Like Alexis hit me up, he was like, "Yo, you trying to come on the show?" That's <laughs> how we do I was like, Yo. I said three blank texts. <laughs> I was like, "What's he gonna say?" I know. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> So, I no, said five blank text though because I, I needed that suspense. Yeah, yeah. People, people know uh, if they follow soccer Twitter, and 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 this is the the cool thing is that people are very uh, f- fans of yours and, and supportive of you. But you were uh, you know working for Copa ninety for a long time, uh, and uh, you recently that that relationship has ended, uh, and now you're working on moving on to new things. But sure. so people do know that. Uh, but now it's like no, so the next step is. 
Get on the cool again. Come yeah. into the studio. I mean, where else was I going to go? Okay. Like, yeah, you go is... straight to the top. That's what like, I like. Like, <laughs> like, I, I don't have any obligations right now. I'm a free man. So yeah. I was like, I got to go straight to the top. You got to go right to the top. <laughs> you the want top. everyone to hear that. You got to go to the highest mountain and sound the horn. Welcome Already to the highest... know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I got my mouth all on this mic. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get up in All there, on bro. it. Yeah. Get up in This is my right. mic. I'm taking it home with me. <laughs> it's got your essence on it. People, your dog is going to recognize the mic. People are like, oh, are you guys, mic. Yeah, yeah, dad was here. Are you, are you going to the unemployment office? Nah, I'm going to go to Cooligans and get on the podcast. Cooligans, man. Fuck out of here. Yeah. You don't even have to go in no more. You do it on your computer. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. No fun employment. <laughs> but we are happy uh, to have you here. So, like, normally when we, uh, when we start the show, you're, you're going to be just a part of that, of this, uh, of this show. So, well, how we normally start the show. And also, while if, you know, we have people listening that are important in the business. Some of them out here stealing ideas from our show. <laughs> we get it. Uh, but, hey, if you're influential, listen to my man Aaron. He's got a lot of talents. Maybe you, that's something you want to hire. Oh. And if not, there's also us. So just keep on, <laughs> just keep on that. If he, does not, if he does not impress you during this episode, <laughs> just keep in mind that we're also very talented minorities. Yeah. We right? are available. <laughs> nah, three, man. three very talented and available minorities. Yeah. <laughs> What a great podcast that would be, right? Dude, that's Three a, very that's a, that's a sitcom. Movie. I don't know. I mean, that's a, I, that should be, that no one will buy. The WB would have that. One hundred percent. Right after what was it? Dudes in outer space. <laughs> That was the dudes in outer space, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, my third rock from the sun. No, 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 no talking, was that was on black. That dudes. was on UPN, though. Oh, UPN! <laughs> wow. Did you have We're UPN? You had UPN. Outer space, space, space. Okay, I'm gonna I pull this up. Okay. okay, I mean, obviously, I'm glad. I'm glad we're bringing up the the the, the historical black figures for Black History Month. Uh, <laughs> the dudes in outer space. What was the name? There of was the show? something else. It was, I know. Flex homeboys in homeboys outer space. In outer space. Yo. <laughs> you're you're confused. Amazing. Dudes, where where's my car with uh, dude, uh, homeboys in our space? This was the black dudes, where's my car, but in space. It was uh, f- remember Flex. Flex, Flex was in the, oh, on that wow. on yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah. he was in like every show for about a <laughs> seven and a half month span. That's he right. did seventeen shows. In That's that right. So uh, I think people don't know that this is a soccer show, and we'll get to that. At well, some the thing point. is, is we eventually get to soccer, <laughs> but we normally start this show uh, by showing love to the people who show love to us on iTunes. We always we're uh, we're so close. We are. Are at 374 reviews on iTunes. We're trying to go for 400. We're getting there, baby. Uh, and we we have a couple. And this this was a this was a tough week uh, to to pick some reviews because they were really funny. We try to highlight the funniest mm, ones. So many funny ones. Uh, and this um, which is which one? Do you want to read one no, first? No, go ahead. You get you do juice. I got one too. Okay. So this one uh, was uh, this is our first review in Spanish. Uh, and I know you are a fluent Spanish speaker, Aaron. Close, uh, yeah, but uh, you know. I'm trying, you, I'm trying to get you're, back to it. You're good because you're you you have that ability uh, of like you you can inter- you inter- you've interviewed soccer players and you know that speak different languages and apparently nobody knows that you that you speak the language that that player does like your producers <laughs> nobody knows no. and then you get there and you're like oh uh, polivu like, yeah. like uh, my what? favorite was Buffon Buffon was like who is this black <laughs> how did Balotelli's brother get in here? <laughs> like, yeah you know Buffon was like just smiling through it he's like this is a prank, right? <laughs> my, my producer was actually pissed off at me for that first interview because he actually didn't know I speak Italian or, like, speak part, partial Italian. Yeah. And I was like, I speak a little bit. And then we got into Turin. I didn't want to, like, oversell it and be like, yeah, I'm like, I speak it pretty well. We got into Turin. I was like, yeah, we need to go this way. We need to do this. And he was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? It's like I read it. It's right there. Yeah. It, you, <laughs> Meanwhile, you, we're all just staring at it. Like, These are words. <laughs> it, it says a lot about you because I, I you're you're clearly like That's right a, that he can't be trusted. Right? You know, too many languages. <laughs> you can't you can't speak in your in your native tongue in front of him. He might nah, know it. Son. Don't try to hide. Don't try to hide stuff in front of me. But yeah. at least it sh- it says a lot about you because you're clearly like a curious person. Where you're like, oh, I wanna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, there's there are some, but we've know we know people that what we were talking to alex right from uh from flagrant two yes who's half puerto rican and he was telling us that his uh father uh who's black and his mother was puerto rican would his father would be like yo don't be talking spanish because i don't know what you're saying because he thought it was the, her and the kid talking about him yeah so they he thought like, muni <laughs> muni in the house <laughs> he also banned easy <laughs> Also, he banned rice, beans, and platanos. Which is, I mean, why do you marry a brown person? (laughs) I'm upset. Which is a crime. That's not even my relationship. I feel like that's a hate crime. It's like marrying Nicki Minaj, but not allowing yourself to touch her butt. (laughs) No twerking in the house. None. Nicki. So it does. I like that about in general about anybody that is like curious to be like, oh, like I want to learn about the language as opposed to. Who cares about or whatever? You right. know, you're, it's like a, this this slight like um, not to, not to say as far as xenophobic, but like even just a lack of interest. And you're clearly an interested man. Anyway, so Tim, Tim also wants to say that his daughter, who's half Dominican, is showing her Dominican upbringing. She saw an egg roll yesterday and immediately said, "Can I have a patelito?" Oh Let's my! Get <laughs> Let's get it, Tim. <laughs> Tim raising the future. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, That's yes. actually amazing. Uh, so. Uh, so this uh, so this was our first review in in Spanish. So uh, I will read it in Spanish, and then I will. Uh, I try to Aaron read it. Anyway, yeah. and was, yeah. <laughs> He'll translate it for no one in the room. <laughs> we all understand. The, uh, so I'll try. So this is great. So this is from Juice seventeen seventy one. Great year. Hugo. I love his name. Already. Yeah. <laughs> the Juice. You know he was trying to go Hugo, right? <laughs> so uh, and he, and the the subject says se pasan uh, five stars. Is the and this uh, este último episodio me mantuve cagando. De la risa. La comparación de SKC al grupo menudo, no mames. Ha, ha, ha. Muy bien hecho, muchachos. So, to translate, this says uh, the last episode. Start uh, with se pasan, in case people se, don't know what that se means. Se pasan is just like, uh, like, like uh, approved. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this. Is, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, validated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he goes, the, the, the last episode, I was uh, shitting myself laughing. That's yeah. what it says. Uh, the com- the com- I, hold on. I remained shitting myself the entire time. <laughs> yes, laughing. continuous. Yeah, uh, it was diarrhea. It was, brings up a last episode. Yes, it was diarrhea. I shit my pants in Dallas and I talked about no, it on it, the last episode. Like that. I know, <laughs> Don't give like that. My man was sleeping in the other bed. <laughs> Do not give him a pound for that. <laughs> it's, 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 be like that. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. Sometimes you got to let it out. Your and, boy got one ab out of it, though. Then he says, uh, the comparison. Now you got one ab? <laughs> it's in my pocket, though. <laughs> the comparison to Sporting Kansas City to, to the group Menudo uh, made me laugh. Uh, and he says, well done, sirs. So. Uh, this thank you, uh, Juice 1771. We appreciate it, uh, and we just to let you know, we appreciate any review in any language. Hell so, yeah, uh, we got Google Translate, baby. So, hit us with some of them yo, Asian characters. We copy and paste it in Hell there, yeah. and, we're, and we're all good. So, feel free to leave a review in your own language. And we're trying to get to we're almost at, uh, at 400. I got one to read, and it's from uh, it's somebody who just mashed buttons. It's like U G D F D G I S E W S. 
G W. I, I, I'm done reading it. Yeah. Uh, but the the title. This is great. First of all, it's five stars, obviously, right? But the title is "If a Latino Conan O'Brien and a Fluffy Bill Burr had a soccer podcast on World Star." Can done. you make that your bio? <laughs> done. Fluffy Bill Burr. <laughs> Son, done. actually, no. I almost fist fought Bill Burr. I'm not doing that. Okay. So done. I need to hear that yeah, story. No, so, boy, oh my god. Yo, that is perfect. Great show that will have you laughing, intrigued, and scrambling to keep your family members from listening. Quality interviews and discussion for the American soccer fan. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Okay. So I think that the, the username is in a different language. You know what so. I love? One of the reasons why I want to read it besides the title being perfect is the username is what Aaron will send back if you roast him well enough. <laughs> he will just mash buttons. That's how you know you That's got really a good roast. Like, yeah, he's just like, damn, that was too damn, good. you got me, boy. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get to soccer finally, because uh, I know let's everybody's been uh, waiting for it. So, uh, so a couple things. Obviously, we should start the show with uh, the, the U.S. men's national team. They just uh, played their second friendly of this January camp, Costa Rica, against Costa Rica, and bodied Costa Rica. Sign. Wild with what the D team? <laughs> Wait, well, who's the Bradley team? wasn't in it. I don't know. So that makes you drop a notch. Yo, ninety percent of the players that are on that field aren't going to be starting for Gold Cup. Uh, okay, uh, sure. I, all right. I, like, I, should we start by immediately shitting on the team that was there and did well, or no, should we we're shitting on Costa Rica? Because look how look at how. You know, not impressed I was with the team <laughs> you that have, bodied them. What was it? Two none, three none. What was the final score? Three nothing. Two, two nothing. That in the, in the second against Costa Rica was two nothing. <laughs> Yo, Greg Berhalter has only given up one goal, right? No, no, he hasn't given up any goals. Damn, son. Where'd you find this one? Body bags. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you have uh, uh, followed the men's national team closely, and you. Uh, I know you also interviewed, I believe, Tim Weah. Right. Uh, what is how did you feel about the ordeal with uh, the coach issue and, and ta- it taking so long to announce uh, an official head coach uh, and then to get to the point where now they actually look pretty good against Berhalter? What, what's your. Well, yeah, I got like so I never had an issue with Berhalter as a coach. I liked him in Columbus. I liked the, the things that he seems to stand for as a coach. My issue was how cloudy and weird the whole process seemed to be like yeah. Yeah, jay Bar- berhalter is his brother that's so right that brings up some flags like ernie stewart is his friend brings up some flags like why did it take so long why didn't certain people get interviewed but the end product is that we got the coach that i think is good for the nation i really like the way he's trying the the things he said uh the the philosophies he's taken from holland from his playing career trying to build from the back trying to play possession base trying to and then the things is he said to players like when releasing them from camp, like this is giving them a blueprint to get yeah, back here's into why. camp. Like, like, yeah, like, oh, whoa. God, you explain something to <laughs> Hold me. Hold on, transparency. Yeah. Your yeah. name would just be like, you know what you did. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know what you did. Yeah, yeah. You, when you didn't tie your sneakers that one day, I saw that. Yeah, we all saw. <laughs> we it. all saw it. You're but done. I have no issue with him. I don't have an issue with him as the final hire. My only issue was that 14 months of what the hell is going on back there. Yeah. Well, as, as someone, what are you doing? As someone who is uh, clearly ha- like you, you're covering it closely, mm-hmm. d- does it seem absolutely like 
Like, like at least for us who are fairly new to the workings of U.S. soccer, where we're just like, how I, you like, we clearly don't understand. And day after day, and then I look to the people who are the the the, the Paul Tenorios, the Charles Bohms, or whatever, yeah. and I look to them, and I'm like, okay, so you guys have been around it a lot longer. So is is there sort of a, a better explanation? And it doesn't really seem to be. It seems you know like, what? The, you know why I think it took so long? I think. Um, Columbus crew got screwed over so hard and we're getting screwed over so hard. I think us wanted Burhalter, and we're just like, ah, we can't keep screwing Columbus right. like this. Yeah, yeah. Like they're already going to lose their team. Probably all this stuff swirling around like, Oh, we're going to take your coach now too. Okay. Uh, okay. I think it was one of those things where they probably made the decision and we're just like, we're going to sit on it a little while, let them finish the season out. Let all this stuff that's swirling around Columbus settle down. And I'm like, all right, now we're going to take your coach. Okay. Here's, <laughs> where, here's where I think would have helped a little bit is if they would have said, Yes. <laughs> if they would have just said, hey, there's some MLS coaches that are on our radar for this, so we're going to wait to make a final decision until the end of the regular season. Yeah. Wow. People wouldn't be mad at you, Ernie Feels Stewart. like that would have been kind of easy. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, what a, wow, what a, what a simple memo you could have put out. And by the way, the reason we're asking Aaron this is because for those who don't know, previous to Copa 90, you were a writer. But you did primarily focus on Serie A, if I'm not mistaken, correct? No, I was all soccer. Uh, you were all I, soccer. I, like, I covered Serie A because that was like my team so yeah. like anything Syria was pretty much me but like it was all soccer at fox soccer okay all right so there you go so like he has a history of actually doing the work that christian and i have refused to do <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh you know, also just for people listening because aaron's seat is squeaking like crazy yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's not just do? farting the entire show <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a mouse he keeps in his pocket but, but also i can let him go now yeah. <laughs> yeah. you good now you never know <laughs> This is the show to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, did uh, any? Would you watch the game? And both of you, I know you watched a yeah. part of it. What did anyone impress enough to say, like, yo, if these, if this person or these group of people make it into the first eleven for a Gold Cup or for in the next a few years when we start doing uh, World Cup qualifying, that you're happy with it? Obviously, Zach Steffen, right? That's mm. the number one. So let's just Nick get Lima. that off of it. Nick Lima, big fan of Nick Lima. He did work. Yeah, he did a lot of work. Georgie Mihailovic was really good. Although. I think young. he looked a little like he. I think it showed that like he doesn't understand how to handle being tossed around a little bit. He got he got beat up a little Georgie? bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Mihailovic still slight was... and like he's only tw he's twenty, so he's like he needs to get kicked a couple like a year. Yeah, or so. yeah, yeah. Put on probably like five ten more pounds. But I saw a lot of promise. I saw some like a kid that doesn't really seem afraid of anything. That's which true. Is, you see a lot of the kids that are coming into camp. It's like these kids don't care they yeah. like just want to play and that's i love that that's it's also so different i feel like it seems like we are now seeing the product of kids that have played every day since they're like in academies and in high level um environments for a long time yeah and we it, it before when you see people coming into a, a a camp a lot of times it's like ooh, this dude looks nervous like he yeah. probably maybe needs a couple more touches maybe he needs a little time but it, a lot of these dudes are just coming in and just balling and aaron long also aaron long aaron long looked amazing everyone uh what i did like about these uh two friendlies was that I saw I saw a team that was comfortable enough to get to a point where I'm like I don't know especially that question about the starters I don't know who is going to be 
who sh- I don't know who should start. And I like the fact that that, you don't I, know. that I don't yeah, know yeah. because the 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 last year, the last almost almost like 15 months has been filled with <clears throat> what are we watching? How come the US can't hold on to the ball? This is getting embarrassing. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, they were look the 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 friendly honestly I think the best So are you saying that this is Looks bad on Sarakin because I I agree it, it does look bad on Sarakin. I I would say the the best friendly that they had uh, under Sarakin was the game against France, uh, the one one draw. Just yeah, like yeah. as far as like showing some heart and and but when 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 Pulisic was mentioning uh, in that interview where he was just like, look, we need a plan. Well, he just threw Sarakin under the bus. He was like, yeah. we need a plan. I don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> I get to America, nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. So he was like, I ain't saying names, but I'm saying all the names. He's right? like, it rhymes with Harrigan. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, don't, I don't know who's to blame. There's only one person. <laughs> He's got old red string with Sarakin behind him. I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm pointing. So when when uh, when that was the case, and, and we like and the, just the fact that uh, in these two games, the U.S. seemed like just comfortable and confident on the ball and and, uh, and they knew where the other players were you, but the weird wow. part, the, the, the weird thing is that you th- you would think like i I actually, maybe this is just me being naive, but I sometimes I think like, how much influence does a coach really have? So much on the game, and I'm like, look, if you're just good, you know how to play soccer. It's like, like it's crazy. It's crazy though. <laughs> it is wild. It's the, like the players do do everything, but if they're not put in the proper positions to succeed, they can't really do a lot. Yeah, like, it's it's their hands are tied often. You know what? Sometimes like you'll see like Eden Hazard is like really good at this. Like he'll do like a no look, like switch the side of the field pass, and they're like, how did he even know? Oh, that guy was going to be there. When I was a kid, I'd be like, this dude's got eyes on the back of his head. Now I'm like, because they've trained <laughs> and they know yeah. if this is happening, someone is going to be over I there. Give, I yeah. give you a really good example of like it, obviously very different levels. Uh, when Antonio Conte took over Juve in 2011, uh, they came to Raleigh, North Carolina and trained. And I saw them training and they were training like they were started out in a four, basically a four two four. Like when he first got there, he tried yeah. that and they were running some passing patterns and I saw him do it over and over and over again. And like, it failed a bunch and he was getting so pissed off. And then like, I saw them try it in the next game. It would fail and fail. But then like Juve, it was two thirds of the way through the season. were just banging goals. Yeah. And it was that same movement, that same rehearsed, um, it's not running a play, but like it's basketball, like understanding, but it's like understanding yeah. of space and movement that has come with training and repetition and understanding that there's a system in place. And I saw the beginnings of that with the national team. And I was like, what? Like yeah, sometimes yeah. you would see it break down, but you saw the intent behind it and Which what is they were fine. trying to it's do. A and I was game. like, it's going to break down yes. in the beginning because no one's used to it. But if you're trying it over and over again and you're committing to a system that you think is going to work and then everyone buys into it, it's like, oh, we're not just going to throw out a different 11 every single right. game and be like, you're fighting for your place. <laughs> and also, it's not just Michael Bradley having to do everything right. or figuring Trying hero out. balls from in front of the back. Yeah, <laughs> which is like then, you know, look, he's the type of dude. And I'm, look, I'm not sitting here defending him for everything, but he is the type of dude that's going to be like, I'll try, I'll try to find a way to make it work. I'm not going to throw people under the bus. And then we all sit here and go, man, he sucks because he couldn't make that. He couldn't get that on a dime every time to Altidore's forehead. It's like, what are we doing? 
Burhalter has the system. Here's my problem. Countries like Italy that have like, you know, traditionally like a catenaccio, right? Which is like a system that kind of a lot of the, every, everyone understands that Italy's going to play this certain way. Everyone understands uh, Netherlands are going to play total football, right? America doesn't really have a system. Our teams, our clubs don't really play in that system. Our academies aren't developing just in the system. Is it possible that Burhalter is going to be able to have a system for a national team where a lot of those players aren't always playing in that system? I think what we are now, at least what I've seen with a lot of the new crop of young players, is they're intelligent enough to be able to fit into a very like a bunch of different systems. Like we're now starting to grow smart soccer players. Like they watch the game, they played every single day, they've seen it at a high level. They're playing with high level players day in and day out. And so some of these guys are playing in different systems for club, but are smart enough to be able to know, hey, when I go with the national team, and plus they know what to expect with the national team now. Yeah. So they know when I come into camp this is what Burhalter expects and if you are a good enough footballer you can do that that's good point. especially when you know what's coming like yeah. you 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 don't just go into camp and like i don't does he want me to play one two touch does he want me to hold the ball does he want me to hit long balls does he want me to press does he want me to sit in no they know how when they get to camp this is what is expected of me and right. it seems like he's communicating with them like yeah. watching them play and say hey i want you to work on a little thing like this yeah so yeah. i think for a player at this point you feel good. I think you feel confident and you can focus on yourself because you know there's nothing out there changing. Right, like right, right. That, I think that was a real struggle so you for know a lot what, of players. It's like an open book test. You know, you have the book in front of right. you. It's up to you to pass it. Right, like you see I what's there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what page is that again? Yeah. Like a lot of players don't really know. Like you go into your club season, you like, I don't know if my coach wants, if he's looking for me to like, move the ball around if he wants me to get into tackles if he want I don't know what my coach is looking for from me but now they can just play and be well, th themselves thank you for quoting Jonathan Lewis uh because that's exactly right that that, that, no I'm kidding <laughs> but that, it sounds very much like something he would say right because yeah. Jonathan Lewis uh gets his first uh call up and playing for this uh, senior team and is outstanding he comes off uh as a sub and this is a kid every time he comes in so okay so this here's a quick update that I I was not aware of uh, and and I saw this in the the NYCFC uh, 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 Facebook group. And so we all we, we you know Jonathan Lewis of, of, of NYCFC. We talk about him very highly. He's in, he's a, a very talented baller. American Raheem Sterling. American. Are you okay? You've said that. This is the first time I've heard that. Okay? <laughs> I just gave him that. <laughs> Although he puts his hands down when he runs. <laughs> but he's not holding a purse. So we were always. Uh, baffled why <laughs> why is it that Jonathan Lewis doesn't get much playing time for NYCFC when every time he does play he always gets like a, 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 key, a, moment a key pass yeah. something incredible happens mm -hmm. it's like how does he not even how does he not play much uh how does he not start or whatever right so I this was an update this is what I heard uh so he's under a generation Adidas contract yes which is so the the rules in MLS is that if, if you are a generation Adidas player uh and you get a certain number of minutes you lose that generation adidas uh like like you know a designation yeah but what's the number 70 minutes the guy barely played so apparently i think that was the concern they didn't want him to go over uh his number of minutes to lose the generation Adidas because the generated generation adidas players don't uh hit, hit your cap so they would able they would be able to keep him longer uh, and and add maybe add another player or pay more uh, more money to another and player. This is so wild. <laughs> you're you're incentivizing teams to play a great player less during the youth during the beginning of his career. Amazing. How is less minutes? 
helping. Uh, no, it's Guerrero it, at number three. <laughs> you, uh, look, you make a good point because you have to weigh, weigh those two options. Like, do you want? Because the, also the player. What if the player doesn't turn out to be very good or something like that? So that 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 it, it, it at least allows you to I'm not so have to take the worst right worst risk in in general. So uh, so that is at least some sort of. Uh, answer to that question of like why hasn't Jonathan Lewis been playing the problem is look at Alexis's face he's like this is not the answer I wanted this answer is worse because it doesn't make makes it all worse because it's a systematic failure in my I sort of I sort of agree with you sort of I agree in that he should he should play don't put the boat in the water we don't want it to get wet (laughs) it might sink if it goes in the water if the boat never touches the water it never sinks genius this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Titanic can't sink if it goes in the water. That's a good point. (laughs) Write that down. Yo! So, okay. What are we doing? At least that's some idea as to why he's What is the purpose of Generation Adidas? These are the best players in college. Wouldn't you want them to show how great they are playing minutes in your league? This is why they're avoiding this league to go to to Europe. If he, he, like... Exceed like comes out of Generation Adidas. Does it like bump up significantly? No, no, or it, it just the cap. Ke- it just oh, hits the cap. Okay. So that the teams themselves are like, oh well, if we keep them two minutes under, right. then you know, then we can uh, like save that money for like another player. Oh, we some- should have Generation Adidas allocation. Money. <laughs> if a Generation Adidas player <laughs> plays well enough gam. to warrant minutes, gam. then you we're calling game. it gam. <laughs> so don't- can we call it gam, son? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Gam. Okay. Okay, so at that's least amazing. look, look, we're trying to figure it out. So at least that's uh, at least some sort of that clue so as to what's going on. We need, but we need someone from the league on the spot. <laughs> so look, they know they're going to get fired. So, but when they get fired, they could come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you got to scheme on someone in MLS who you think has the knowledge yeah. and and get them fired. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get fired because of Cooligans, but then you get to come on Cooligans. <laughs> so circle, baby. pretty great. Uh, so Jonathan Lewis uh, did. Uh, uh, come on to the game. Uh, we talked about him. He came uh, in, in the seventieth against minute. Panama, but he uh, played against Costa Rica and got the uh, the the first the the assist for the first goal. With he didn't first- just do that. He first of all, great pass. I believe it was Baird who passed him the ball. I forgot who got him the ball. Originally. Somebody pa- a beautiful pass did it so that he wouldn't have to trap and run. Uh-huh. He did it so he can continue running. Great, basically like through pass all the way across. But here's what. The genius of Jonathan Lewis is, is he doesn't run to a space and try to figure out what to do. He seems as though he's building that plan as the ball's coming to him. When he gets there, he does something you very rarely see American players do, especially on the wing. He turns to the player and starts to take him on. And he has the pace to get past him. But he uses that as a second as a second, like a plan B, which is we don't see this enough. We don't see players that are pace able. dependent players. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like, you know, like the old Kobe Jones was just like, well, give him space and let's see what he could do. <laughs> this is a player who can not only get into space when he wants to, but goes at the defender and puts him on their back heels and then is able to build a little bit of that space, get some of that separation and looks up. He looks up. <laughs> he sees where the other player is, and he says, hey. He looks. He's, he's like, he's like a proud ball, parent on yeah, the sidelines. With the ball at his feet, he looks up. <laughs> and he says, hey, I think I've got the skill to use this foot to hit this ball to put it right on my dude's noggin. And that's exactly what he does to Lejet. Yes. Uh, and just that. he. Saw, I mean, when you see Sebastian Lejet and you see such a, go- way, a gorgeous just, man running down the field, you're like. All, flawless. I was, I, I was upset about the ball. Don't hit him in the face. This dude was- <laughs> 
<laughs> flawless. Okay. Look, there I, I don't be know. rules against that. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have, uh, we Once have again, a, by the way, far post, which I yell at, I yell about all the time. Yes. At NYCFC. Well, games. look, Aaron, I don't know if you know this, but we have a rule on this show where we, uh, we, we make it a point. We do not object objectify, uh, female footballers. Uh, no, you know, is that it, rule it, it, still applied to the men. No, not to Sebastian Lejet. Sebastian Lejet is the only person we objectify. Uh, he is the only person allowed to be objectified on this podcast <laughs> because he is and gorgeous. Also, it's mandatory that he be objectified. <laughs> okay, uh, we we Becky met him. G we met very lucky we met him once, and he was uh, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to touch his body. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> How long ago was this? This was uh, last not last MLS Cup, two MLS Cups. We ago. Damn, it's been two years, and y'all are still spinning. <laughs> Yo, we saw him at the last MLS Cup, and we're like, hi. <laughs> 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 Good to see you again, Sebastian. <laughs> the beautiful. Workout, the workouts still going well. <laughs> <laughs> Just a beautiful man. Just but. chiseled. God took his time with that. <laughs> so good. It's too yeah. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> ask the time. <laughs> God, God 100% hit the snooze button before he made me, but took his time with that man. Uh, so, but, but again, Jonathan Lewis did look uh, incredible. And the hope is that hopefully this, uh, this season. Season coming up in MLS that Domit Torrent will give him the the, See the the light of the minutes that he deserves. I think this is his last year as Generation Adidas, so I don't think there's any more concern with that. Well, finally, but, but we my free range Jonathan Lewis will be a great <laughs> Jonathan Lewis. It should be <laughs> it should be the case that if a player is good enough, that they should earn the 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 opportunity to to the, the cap hit is worth. Jonathan Lewis. Do you know what I'm saying? Free range, locally sourced. <laughs> yes. Jonathan Lewis. Non-GMO. <laughs> no parabens. No. No preservatives. My dude is free range. But he's that good. And I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, fans of the U.S. men's national team got to see him. Because they, how many people tweeted at us? were like, yo, look at this. Your yeah. boy, Jonathan Lewis. Where's your boy been? And we're like, we don't know. <laughs> We've been saying this since yeah. day one. Uh, and it's, not, it's like one of those coming of age movies where the girl takes the sun, the glasses off, and all of a sudden, she's the hottest <laughs> girl But imagine the camera swung to her friends, and they're like, "We've been telling you." <laughs> all she was doing is wearing glasses, <laughs> and overall, she's been painting yeah. a lot. Were you a bunch of Lois Lanes? <laughs> just a pair of glasses, is and, all and, and the the bullies were just Dominic Torrent and Claudia Reyna. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what we had. Oh. You know? So wait, wait, we're hey, look. These are the these are the sounds of people having a positive conversation about the men's national team, which just does not <laughs> happen. Yeah. It does not happen. And then, and then the goal, uh, the, the incredible pass from Sebastian Lejet for the goal to, to Paul Ariola, yeah, uh, who's uh, just a, another guy that is is always... Um, which, by the way, when he scored, I, walked, I yelled, Ariola, baby! I said the name wrong, and my wife was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. It's Ariola. That's my man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, finally got to see some Ariola. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, what is this? The Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, no. Come on now. <laughs> so, uh, but that uh, that was impressive. Overall, my take on it, I, I just, I we were talking about uh, after the game against Panama, where I was just like, I'm, I'm surprised that I'm not disappointed watching the men's national team right. after the game. Like, usually, the it's not even about winning games, you know? It's, it's, it's genuinely about... About like, was there a plan in place? Right. Did they play with some real heart? These are friendly. Yeah, I would like talk to people. I like, I didn't hate watching. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're <laughs> afraid I'm to be confused. confused. Yeah. I'm like, I, did, I like, I did. 
I wanted to play FIFA, but I couldn't yeah. turn it off. Yeah, uh, even I was I like understand. watching the the uh, reading the quotes from the 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 Costa Rican manager. I forgot his name, but he was he was saying all the all the stuff that we we're supposed to be saying. Yeah. You know, like you know, we just looked. Uh, uh, we didn't really have it in the second half. You know, I'm like. Yeah, they didn't have it in the yeah, second yeah. half. It wasn't us this time. <laughs> How great is that? <laughs> that Imagine was... someone else not having it in the second half. I'm like just the cliche stuff that you have yeah. to like you have to say to keep your job for another day. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool to hear from somebody else. You mentioned FIFA. I got an idea for the men's national team. What if they were handed a version of FIFA that was locked into only playing, they can only play as themselves, and they can only play in the Burhalter system. And they were forced to play. Maybe forced is a bad word. Maybe they were asked to play it throughout their general career when, not, when they're not in camp. And the data of how well they played and the positions they were in and some of the choices <laughs> they made went back to the men's national team. <laughs> what the hell did you just say? This is like this is like a, a, a flight simulator. <laughs> I'm like, so pilot yeah. Yo. So, all right, let's Will Trap. <laughs> let's pick Will Trap as an example. Will Trap gets a version of FIFA, right, that he can play. <laughs> that only allows no. him to play as himself on only games with the men's national team and that only in for system. This is nah, this, this is the, this out. Is and they, <laughs> so you were talking about like awareness, right? The Conte system you were talking about. My dude gets to do it. They all get to do it on their FIFA game. Oh, so they're like practicing tactics, but on FIFA and stuff? Yes, and that data of how they played goes back to Berhalter's men. See, but this is the, also the alternative, because the, uh, as opposed to playing FIFA, there's another way to play as yourself, and that is to actually play as yourself in real life and actually go into camp, and, and you have yes, that data. But imagine Will Trapp goes back to his club, right? He's still with Columbus. You're talking yeah. crazy, Christian. <laughs> Damn, Christian. <laughs> what is this craziness? Boy, you wild. <laughs> what about for the off times, right? They just got out of training with their club, and they can continue to learn and develop in Burhalter's system. I think what I just said is genius, and if there's somebody with money listening, talk to me. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how you implement Burhalter's system in a video game. Like, what does that mean to you? You, forgot everything you can say it. that. You could say okay. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't hate the idea. Now that I understand what you're talking about, I don't hate it. But what data are we capturing? The, the what, who the like player passes maps to? and all that. The same shit you would get in a regular game. But there's too much uh, uh, AI that is controlling. Like, what? How would you know that the player themselves is like? What data are you collecting from the data from the player themselves? Like, what you're, decisions you're they make? Pissed, Christian. This what are you is about? They, they're playing the game. But what specific data? They're, the, who they pass to? Where they pass? Yes. Where they stand? Bruh, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> what data? What? Every sheet. You're gonna on read. That spreadsheet, who's gonna read this? Read through this. You. They got data, people. <laughs> you tell me the men's national team got $100 million? They ain't got enough for two nerds that know how to read data? Bro, you made me hit my face. <laughs> we ain't got nerds. Oh, my goodness. This we is... ain't got data, people? Uh, you know, there's somebody listening right now who pulled their car over saying, this is on some next level. Sure, it's a little Big Brother-ish, but... <laughs> okay. Oh it's God, genius. It, it's, really, it's really easy to call it genius, right? I Just... know, because it's such a good idea. He's just like, they're computers. Just do the computers. <laughs> yeah, give me my nephew. <laughs> just like freaking the computers Putin. That's, yeah. that's Alexis over here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's okay. 
So let's let's move away from the men's national I'm team. I'm telling you, 20% of the listeners just know I invented something amazing. <laughs> Yo, the 20%, you need to stop listening to this show. <laughs> no. Yo, you need to tell your friends, but not till you leave a review. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, what happened last week. The MLS uh, transfer window uh, ended and uh, or closed. And the uh, there were a couple uh, particular uh, stories with players that... MLS transfer window is still open. MLS transfer window is yes. not open. Yes, it is. What, when does it close? When in. does it close? It's uh, still open for another couple months. It, you can still bring players in. You can't hmm. send players to Europe or South America because the general transfer window is closed. Okay. I, I, is, that, is that even I know close the to accurate? Transfer, I don't actually know the MLS transfer window, but okay. uh, the European and after, after the, transfer the, window is closed. The computer, Tim, I need your help. <laughs> the computer sputing thing. I don't know if I can <laughs> rely on that. But... Uh, yes, but January 31st, that's, that's for like, uh, that's pretty much everywhere, right? Whether that, that you can't, uh, you can't transfer. Is that what it is? You can't transfer out players? All of Europe, right? You can't sell players to Europe. Okay. So regardless, the, uh, MLS teams can still buy players. Okay. Cause I know the, the, the La Liga transfer window is still open that I know for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what month is it? This is we're in February. You sure, damn son, you've been on the yeah, like three days. I think it, it's like two weeks later. It's like two weeks later the La Liga transfer window. If I'm not oh. mistaken, anyway, the um uh but uh Lucho Acosta, that's a uh, so of DC United, uh Luciano Acosta, he. He went through an ordeal. Uh, he be- went through a transfer. He went through a He was great. <laughs> he went through a transfer. Literally, just had to like uh, sign a, a piece of paper, and he was going to be a he part. He did physical in Paris. And that's right, which is the fanciest place to get a physical, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, after that, he was like, fuck it, I'm getting a croissant. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> but no, this is, this is crazy, because this happened very, very fast. This was like on Wednesday, we hear, uh, you know, a, a possible 9 or $10 million transfer uh, for DC United to PS. And we're just like, excuse me, who's going from MLS to, uh, to PSG? Uh, and Lucha Costa had an, uh, an incredible season. He went uh, – this year with Wayne Rooney was – Surreal, right? Yeah, he, he played incredibly well, uh, and and uh, he was always having like a, a he w- he had to do a lot of the heavy lifting uh, in, in DC. But when Rooney got there, it became like he could finally go off, right? And he went nuts. So, well, I think it's the first time we saw his actual ability. Okay, because he wasn't forced to do a bunch of other things on that team. He was able to do what he does best. And Wayne Rooney also pulls a lot of defenders to him, so it freed him up. Obviously, not in that big famous play where Rooney sends it. To the head, the forehead of the yeah, tiniest yeah. guy on the field, <laughs> and he scores a game-winning goal. But uh, you know, which I think they just call like the Rooney play at this point, but um, or the Rooney. But uh, it's a moment where you get to see what he's actually good at. You actually get to see him be play his position. I think it warrants a sale. I think he's good enough. It once after showing that to play with better players in Europe than he does than he had at DC. Ten million dollars though. It, the number seemed high when I when I saw that. Javinko went for three. Yeah, but that I was don't, like I don't hate that number for a twenty four year old promising player on the world market. That's not. It, oh, you believe super. so? You believe there's a higher ceiling than what he's shown? I think I, I think he could be a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. I, especially with better players around him, I would love to see. Like I I think players that are able to show that level. There's there's one of two ways, like either you're a big fish in a small pond or you have the ability to step up and play at the level right. of players around you. And I think I've seen a little bit from a cost of that. Maybe not PSG like Champions League level. Yeah. But like good 
European team level. Okay, but and but Champions League is a def, definitely a, a different bar, right? But he because, thought he was playing against United. Yo, he was like, yo, this is happening. <laughs> yo, Neymar's hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there. Bro, make... I'm as good as Neymar minus a metatarsal. <laughs> <laughs> so it's true. But, so, the, but the standard is definitely hard. But but in France itself, Lucho Costa would be fine, right? Like, I think so. Yeah. You know, in like the league, he is absolutely a league one player. Yeah, and, and with with the farmers, right? That they have, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I love. Bruh. Anytime PSG wins a game, it's just like the farmers the, leave. The, the farmer. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> them boys trash. <laughs> Yo, one of them teams is named after mustard. Right? <laughs> That's a blind team in the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just, one of them is made out of puppies. <laughs> they got it? just puppies on the field. <laughs> Cutest what? team in the league, but they trash. <laughs> so it's great to see. And I, I was genuinely uh, disappointed for him. You felt you have to feel bad. Yo, he yeah. said bye to his players. Yeah, his teammates. It's an awkward return. You know he. Right? Talk shit to one person. He was like, yo, I didn't like you for no reason. You in training. I, I meg you every day. Yeah. You, week. you ain't never going to Europe. I yeah. never see you get. Oh, damn. I ain't going to remember your name. <laughs> as soon as I get on the plane, you know, you're going to come back like, yo. yo so. Stop talking to me in Spanish. It's French now. I don't even know what you're saying. He came back like. I'm not that I, same Lucho from a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> he came back on some like, yo, I think I was just having a rough day that right. day. You know what I mean? It wasn't even you. It was me. You know? I was, was gassed up again? that day. I had a lot of Brute, like yeah. I had a lot of champagne. Yeah. I was really feeling myself. I'm sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> does that private plane me? I'm back. I'm back to coach, baby. So if, I'm if, back to coach class. So all this happens so fast. He gets to uh takes a flight to to Paris. He's re- ready to get everything to going. He's there. He's there. It's all done. Uh and uh, so and now Tucho. Uh, so the rumors were that there was issue with the fee, right? That that DC United wanted like twelve or thirteen million, uh, and and PSG was offering nine. They wanted to meet somewhere in the middle, but they couldn't really uh, find that number. And then the then after that, and this one, this is what I love about transfer windows in general because the the last couple days are just are just gossip are yeah. just uh, just nightmares for people's families just yeah. it's just like no one knows where no one knows where anyone's going. going uh and then the rumors were that it, it was it was either uh, they couldn't negotiate on a fee and then that apparently uh the the manager for PSG uh Tuchel had some drama with like the sporting director and was like, "Stop signing players I don't know about." Yeah, yeah. Just, that's it. Like, yo, I don't know this dude. Who are you bringing? Who are you bringing to my house? Was like, I don't even see him. Oh, there he is. Uh, <laughs> my bad. All right. He's just very much like, you, and you can't even. It's difficult to picture such a big club. But there was also that rumor that uh, the Qataris are trying to get the sponsorship for DC shirt. Yeah. So they were like, all right, how about we buy your player for $10 million? <laughs> Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's all like, I'm like, quit pro quo. Like, we'll buy your player. We slap that sponsor on the shirt. Yeah, yeah it's all good. All right. We you put, fly Emirates <laughs> or Etihad every once in a while. All right. We put a terminal right at Dulles. Right. Uh, yeah, we're all I good. Really could yeah. see Tuchel being like, bro, like, no disrespect to this dude. I don't know who he is. You already brought in Chupa Moting. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Stop we, signing. Yeah, play. I, did, I like, really did you a favor. Their transfer like policy is so scattershot and just doesn't make sense. Scattershot, it's sketchy as shit. <laughs> it's, it's wildly sketchy, and like they clearly are not football people. They're no. not soccer people. They're like they have a lot of money and they know how to do business and marketing, but they have no idea what they're doing when it comes to building a team. Yeah, None. and they and they you know the the prize always for PSG is always uh, to try to win the Champions League. That is the thing that they are yeah. there for. But they can't. 
Too bad right around this time every year, it's Neymar's sister's birthday. Nah. <laughs> 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 Conspiracy theories. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we know the truth. Winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's right. And, and I don't, look, I, I, I don't watch many PSG games because what's really the point, right? Like we know uh, outside of a Champions League game, there's not much. Uh, it's not particularly it's like, entertaining. It's, it's like watching the Harlem Globetrotters without the gags. Okay. I mean, no, well, Neymar does do the gags. No, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> you, the, the fun part of the game is gone. It's yeah. just watching a team win every it's, time. It's a, but when you watch PSG in the Champions League, it, it's very much like the way we complain about the men's national team playing against European opponents. And we're like, yo, how come they're so outmatched, right? Yeah. And PSG is exactly that. And even with uh, Neymar, with Mbappe, they, they'll have flashes of brilliance, but... It's still like even Manchester United is about to go uh, about to play PSG, but Manchester, I'm I'm I have to favor even with Neymar, I would still favor Manchester United because just the pedigree, the week after week, even Manchester United who are what in sixth place or whatever, still they still struggle, but. Compared to PSG, they, it's like they, PSG don't they, have to try that hard. They don't have to try that. And then when they get to Champions, they're like, oh, man, this, this is, is another gear. Everybody keeps running. <laughs> I know. Yeah. This is a little what too much. What do they do? Yeah. What do you mean none of these guys they have part-time pass? jobs? <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it would have been fascinating to see Lucho Costa in PSG. I just even playing in France just it, it would have been it would have meant a lot for uh, Major League Soccer, obviously, to have such a, a big transfer to, uh, to such I a big think club. Tuch will save this kid. Really? Yeah, because he wasn't going to play. He was going to be lost in that system, and yeah. in about a year, year and a half, he would have ended up going out into like a probably a lower division uh, French team or somewhere else, I, or like, like Evian or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would have got lower division. Sorry, like a lower team in Liga, like yeah. a, a, the yeah. other side of the table, like a like, knot or something yeah. like that. Well, he would have, uh, you know, at least played maybe a game or two, gotten a couple photos in the, in the PSG shirt. Listen, he would have gotten all that PSG Jordan gear, which is big drip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might have been worth it. <laughs> you pay me $10 million? Might have been stuff. worth it. <laughs> all the dopest fits? $2 yeah. million in gear? Yeah. <laughs> so, Consider it done, though. So, straight on eBay for years. Hell yeah. <laughs> so the other uh, uh, move you uh, you mentioned earlier, Sebastian Jovinko leaves Toronto FC and goes to... Uh, we talked about it... Uh, all along. Uh, we, we talked about it briefly because it was rumored last week, but it did happen. Happen. And the reason we should bring this up is because uh, Jovinko went off on, on, on his Instagram. He talked that talk. He did. Oh, boy. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to pull it up. But it is like a um, – the, the main concern, a lot of people were debating this, was should should Toronto have let uh, Jovinko go and not pay him uh, – he was making almost, uh, I think, about $7.1 million per season, which is a lot. Right. And and I mentioned it last week that he, he's an often injured player. Uh, and he, recently, I recently, mean, the last two years, he's yeah. like 32 now. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was missing games. So it's like oh, he's 32 now. <laughs> 32. Pay, paying seven million for uh, for Jovinko for a play that's probably going to miss 10 to like 15 games is a lot. Right. So he sa- he said that he, w- he was willing to take less money uh, and people- supposedly it is. This bullshit. Oh, who knows? So I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna you got offered less money. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read. The, I'll take six point eight million, yeah, yeah. not seven point one. So I'm gonna do with that information what you will, sir. <laughs> so I'm gonna read. I'm like, I, I, it, I it, read it's too much. But he. So basically, I'll pull just a couple things. So he 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 talks about positively uh, his experience in Toronto. 
<laughs> and he wanted to. And he wanted to stay there. He wanted to retire there. Uh, so, but he and he he mentioned he goes for the two years. I've been seeking to extend my contract. However, management was reluctant. Recently, recently after refusing to exercise the club option for 2020, I was offered terms that I deemed unacceptable. So obviously, he got short. He was like, "Yeah, I, I'm not going to take this little money." Uh, but he did say. Quote, they may say I, I left for a more lucrative deal, but this is not the case. Their offer and lack of transparency is a clear message. It seems management prefers to focus on things other than the pure desire to win. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. So, and he, I mean, he went <laughs> He really went out. Shots. I, yeah. This was. I mean, he reloaded. He took it quite personal. He goes. He goes. Go, after having grown. No clip. Yeah. <laughs> and this is how you know he's mad. And clearly, he did not write this, but he had someone write this for him. He had a whole page. <laughs> you know he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. You have to scroll down. Jerinko uh, says, after having grown the brand and uh, and elevating the overall reputation of TFC both at home and abroad, it seems I no longer serve a purpose. Ouch. Uh, and, and and he goes on to you know that he's leaving and all this stuff and he loves Toronto and the six and 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 Drake 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 anyway so yeah. <laughs> but this I mean we don't really see see this from almost any professional athlete to go kind of this far but this because it's not like. I hate Toronto. It's like only Jermaine Jones. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yes. Jermaine Jones level. Jermaine Jones <laughs> level of Jer- honesty. I think Jermaine Jones drafted this for him. Yeah. It's like, here's what you got to say. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't Blame going, them niggas up. You ain't going to Saudi Arabia because of a dog, right? Yeah. All right, I'll help you out. So, uh, but a player kind of going off like this and, and, and putting his side of the story and it's like, TFC is not going to say anything because he's just going to make it worse by mm-hmm. by responding to this. But his it did did Toronto it, like what is Jervinko worth even now? It's like if they, I don't know what they offered him, but they, if they offered him what like four million, no, it, not worth it. No, okay, he's a he's a tan player now. Well, he went from seven million dollars per season, which is the contract you paid him when the dude was twenty eight years old or okay. twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, yes. And He's 32, oft injured. You love this team. You need to help the team. Dog, you a tan player now. You're getting a million. You're getting a million. Okay. Well, I think that's a steep drop off, but okay. That's it. I mean, it's not. A, it's not. But it, yo, you don't pay someone for what they did. You pay someone for what they're going to do. He did. He got paid for what he did. He deserved that, those millions back in the day. Now, no. Also, if he was in the team, you think they avoid a five-to-one five, five to one loss to Las Vegas Lights that they just suffered a few days ago? They got bodied by Las Vegas Lights. Yo, what league is Las Vegas Lights in? <laughs> Their shirt sponsor is a dispensary. <laughs> okay? Is it? Or is it is, it's not Zappos? That's the training. Oh, the no, owners. The tra- that yeah. the, it's owned by Zappos. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Dude, they got bodied by Eric Winalda's Las Vegas Lights, a team that has two llamas on the sidelines. <laughs> hey. Bruh, and Freddie Adu. <laughs> I mean, those llamas can be distracting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is he doesn't make that team better. Paying him those millions assures you're not going anywhere because you have too many things that you have to put together to keep him. Victor Vasquez is gone. Simon doesn't look like he's up for it if you're letting five goals go by. So you can't give him that money. And if you love Toronto and, oh, you built the brand, you know what you do? Give that man a share of the business. He deserves a cut of that business moving forward. He deserves that, you know, Derek Jeter deal. Like, yo, if you want buy-in, you got it afterwards. But we got to give you a little bit here. We can't give you a lot. Okay. That's a TAM player. That's- Sorry, Javinko. Go get- <laughs> I'm proud of him. Go make your money. In Saudi Arabia. This is the last time Bro, he's, he's going to get a contract like that. He's going to get yes. crazy, crazy paid. Uh, Hazard pay. 
Okay. You know, because now you got to move your family all the way across the world to a different, you know, culture that he's used to. Son, if you're going, or maybe they stay in Toronto and he goes out there, plays out his contract, comes back. Maybe that's the case. Or maybe he moves the family to Italy to be, Italy to be closer. All I'm saying is that's not the guy that makes $7 million anymore. You, you, that should not be the highest paid player in the league. I get that. How many goals did he score last season? I mean, you gonna make me look this up now? <laughs> he scored, should be in there. He, he didn't. He didn't score that many uh, because uh, he, what he was hurt, hurt a little bit, and and the team didn't. Uh, they didn't play well. They didn't make the playoffs. But they were like the the question was asked by a lot of people: uh, is 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 Sebastian Jovinko the greatest MLS player that we've had? Oh, at least the greatest DP. Uh, and I think it's a fair question especially with the run that they had uh in 2017 and the uh david greatest david via as far as i i quality player it's definitely up there uh goals eight assists that's pretty good though david david via without a doubt he's in the conversation (laughs) he's in the conversation but jervinko won a lot of trophies for toronto yeah yeah, and they, and got them to the final in the, of the Champions League, and damn near took it. I mean, they took it to Tigres. Damn near took it mm-hmm. to the Champions I'm trying, League. Like I'm not, I can't. I'm drawing blanks on DPS, like famous DPS. I think uh, Keen, Robbie Keno. Keen. <sighs> yeah, Keno was. Damn I think good. Keen is still the best DP just Keen because he came in and did work. And David Villa would have if he stayed a little longer. If he was also a little younger when he got here, I was able to withstand the, the a little longer. Uh, David also shouldn't have gotten the money that he was that he wanted. Sure. He's yeah. just too old now. Yeah, that is fair. And also, uh, a play, he missed like seven, eight games last season. So it's like we, we're 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 seeing a pattern uh, with you know the 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 players that come in their older years and you know the, and trying to shed that you know gonna, maybe we're seeing a reversal of that pattern now. Like this is the start or part of the start. It's like no, yeah, we're, and we have to we're like, not giving you that money. Yeah. No, it's like, <laughs> no. It, like Rooney I'll deserves care who it. you are. Rooney deserves it right now right. because he puts asses in seats that want to see him. But and after that, Alora's gone yeah. and he can still ball. It, in two years when Metalor is gone and he's a step slower than he is now, which is wild slow, uh, and he's maybe oft injured, does he deserve that money? No. So his next contract, if he loves DC United, he needs to be a TAM player. Okay. <laughs> so what a weird way to show love, you know? <laughs> you don't. This is business. <laughs> Put his picture on the wall if you love him. Yeah. Uh, this business. So. <laughs> Uh, a couple other things uh, before we wrap up our segment with Aaron. Uh, the Super Bowl uh, was in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So boring this year. Oh, not a fun, not a fun Super Bowl. But the no. the, the popular talking point amongst soccer fans <laughs> was uh, once the the at- uh, attendance was uh, was put in, in the halo out in uh, for the Super Bowl. It was about seventy thousand, a little over seventy thousand. Seventy thousand sixty, I think Something it was like that. Yes, and uh, <clears throat> a little but, over seventy. And then when they they had showed the attendance uh, on that same halo uh, during the MLS Cup, and it was 73,000 and change. Uh, So everybody was like, yo, soccer is here. NFL is over. (laughs) (laughs) Call it off. We don't even need that league anymore. The only CTE that matters in Atlanta is Yeezy. (laughs) I mean, Yeezy. (laughs) (laughs) So so that was like the big talking about that. So even though 
some people were like poo pooing the people that were excited about that there were more people at an MLS Cup than a Super Bowl, uh, even though the tickets are like I mean a fifth of the cost. Of Not even maybe <laughs> way more. I think the, someone said the average is like four thousand yeah. for a ticket to the Super Bowl. Yeah, where I think MLS's championship was two hundred and seventeen dollars, yeah. which is again right. it's the people's sport. Okay, <laughs> I, it, that one was that whole thing was fun to me. I just didn't say anything. Like I think it's very dope that. I think it's so dope that uh, MLS Cup sold 73,000 tickets, mm-hmm. but also, like, they both sold out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they both yeah, sold yeah. out, but NFL just gets more allocation for, like, press and things like that, yeah. So, and the configuration of the stadium is changed, so it's like... Right. Yes, it's dope that MLS got seventy three, but I, it's not like oh they bashed NFL over the head. Like they both sold out. It's it, like it, come on. <laughs> but it is a big moment. It's super. I, I to love be able that. To say 73, I, it, like, that's why I don't want to like fight like anyone on either side. Like yeah. people who were like super happy about that number. Yes, that's dope. But like you're not like it's not like you punched NFL in the face for this one because right. they both sold out. Yeah, you don't get NFL's TV contract now. <laughs> yeah, that's not what, yeah, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't for Pixar. I, like, I, I feel like it was almost. I hate. I hate those like please like my sport moments. Yeah, where yes, this game is growing, and we do have to call out the positives. But don't just you don't don't be like, oh, we got seventy three. You got seventy one. You weak. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, no, we need you. to celebrate yeah. the positives. Yes, it's amazing that MBUS Mercedes Benz sold seventy three thousand tickets for soccer in America. But like, don't. Don't try to use that as a culture to be like, oh, you only got 71, you weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the first time MLS Cup has had more people at it. That's fair. Hey, that, and that we can we can we can celebrate it. But I think you we know also what else had it. more people? The All Star game. How many was it? Oh, we're at All Star. Where wasn't All Star seventy uh, two? Uh, yeah, yeah, about very, the same. So that's lit. Right? That, that was Juventus versus MLS All Star. That's uh, these are big deals. I know it people is are gonna, a big deal. People yes. are going to take all those little you know instances away from soccer and be like, oh, but you don't make enough money and but this and that and TV. All that is true. This is a small win. All right. Yeah, I would say I would say that. Yeah, it's not it, it, as far as uh, it's you know, also um, I think foreshadowing. It's a sign of what's coming. A, mi- a bit of a milestone. Uh, yes. That that is, that is what. I, yes, that in itself. A big and, milestone, and I, I think. And I wanted to. Bring this up just to see because uh, this is it was seventy two thousand three hundred seventeen at the All Star game. Okay, cool. Wow, you counted every, every each one. Yeah, I went around. <laughs> I went around a little click joint. Please say present if you are here. <laughs> Ooh, uh, did I count you already? <laughs> oh, I got to start over. Yes, yeah, right back to the top. <laughs> um, but this was uh pretty fascinating. Uh, I and I want to pull it up to, to kind of get the right quote. I forgot where I saw it. Somebody sent it to me. Uh, but this was uh, so. Uh, you know the 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 president of the United States was uh, interviewed. I think oh, it, um, maybe me. Who? Who? <laughs> the, Who? That's I'm sorry. Oh, they interviewed Obama. <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, sorry, I'll, I'll say this for Christian. Not my president of the United States was interviewed. Who? <laughs> so he was uh, interviewed on, on on a Sunday morning uh, news show, and he he was asked about. Uh, his son about this is before the Super Bowl. This, this is before the Super Bowl, and uh, I, I really want to pull it up so I can he get basically the, exact. the gist of what he said is that he doesn't, he doesn't, he, his son prefers soccer over over American football, and that he doesn't want his son to play American football. He prefers for him to play soccer. Well, he, soccer's he, not, doomed he, now. He, yeah, I know. He, he didn't say get it. Your hands off. I'm soccer. a basketball fan. <laughs> he, at least he mentioned. Ooh, we could talk about Chris Stapps, the backstab. But he mentioned he mentioned <sighs> the fact that the the head injuries, and he's like, well, my son enjoys the sport and and he enjoys soccer and and uh you know i want to support him and that and it was like 
it was just weird to hear compassion, compassion out yeah. of him. Like I, he, or he, like I was actually surprised he cares about his son's well being. You were waiting for him to be like, build a wall. Man. You're gonna say some wild shit right here. <laughs> and so it, it makes it like it, it, whatever. Regardless of where you lean on any politics or whatever, it's just it, just seeing that from from the perspective of of like as a as a human being, as a as a citizen of this country, and then out of Seeing this person who most people just despise, yeah. right? Even though he says the polling is great. The majority uh, of, the, of the country, <laughs> certainly. And to quote him on CBS Face the Nation, he said, the helmets have gotten far better, but it hasn't solved the problem. Yeah. So th- this sounds like he's about to kneel with Kaepernick, right? right. Like It's like, whoa. <laughs> let's not go this far. <laughs> like, it's just. It's- Aaron wants to stop the podcast. I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> I'm about to start yelling. He's <laughs> like, whoa, is dude an ally? What's going on? <laughs> he said something that made sense, which is shocking. Yeah. He, like, really put down the NFL and, and spoke up soccer, which is like, I think. Like just people, you know, whatever conservative people or whatever that that like just like call soccer gay or whatever, yeah. just like this guy's confused. Like he yeah. doesn't have my vote for twenty twenty because right. he's not calling soccer gay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it was so shocking to hear that I'm like, but soccer just take an L somehow. Yeah, <laughs> very, very, right very. when someone co-signing is like, oh, I know, damn. damn. <laughs> it's like when you see someone weak like wearing your merch or something. Yes. It's like, no, take the girliest shirt off. Yeah. You're not gully at all. You ain't gully at all. You're the least gully person. <laughs> It is a bit of a shock, and I and I do want to ask you, Aaron. Just uh, now that, uh, like, as far as plans going forward, and then things that uh, that you've done in soccer media, right? So, what are the? I know you recently did. I I believe it hasn't aired yet, right? The the you did a a panel with MLS about Black History Month. Yes, I did it on what's today, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. What, yeah, what a couple days ago I saw it. Uh, yeah, I did it on, on Sunday. Okay, yes, yesterday. Uh, so today, <laughs> today's Tuesday. I don't know what days are yeah. when what? you don't have a job. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday. So what can was, we yeah. uh, expect from that? Uh, if you have to give a tease as to what what people uh, it, should look out for, it was like it was a great discussion uh, between me, Crystal Dunn, uh, Mark McKenzie of Philadelphia Union, Aaron Dolores of Black Arrow, and. Literally, Danielle Slayton, who is an announcer for Fox yeah, Sports. Yeah, so he's great. We're just talking about yeah. just being black in this sport. It was like a very kind of chill, relaxed conversation, just talking about what it means to be black in America playing soccer, what it means to have grown up playing soccer, like our experiences growing up, our experiences now, like where we see things going. It was just a really illuminating and enjoyable discussion. And I think y'all will like it. Well, we spoke to Aaron uh, a little bit uh, about that when he was he joined us on the show. But for you uh, you played uh, in college, and yeah. so you are more uh, obviously familiar. Is there anything in particular that uh, maybe a, a, a black soccer player in America kind of experiences that other people don't? Given that the the sport is fairly diverse, depending on the community that you were kind of uh, brought up in, yeah. uh, is there anything that stands out as like? Oh, this is this is different from the, the with the black soccer player experience. I think because I mean it, it is a little bit different in communities like New York City and in like <clears throat> I would say I don't not probably not Chicago, but specifically New York City. I think a lot the communities soccer communities are a lot more diverse yeah. because there are so many immigrants coming in and like colored immigrants yeah (laughs) um but i like i grew up when i grew up i was one of like very few black soccer players yeah so it's it's cool to me now to see like brown and black faces especially black faces but 
just dark people sprinkled all over. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that that's that's just enjoyable for me just to see more and more black people in the sport and just to a big goal for me is just keep that going, yeah, growing yeah. and <clears throat> not like just middle class black folks, like everyone. Everyone. <laughs> and I think we, we talked about this early on in our podcast because it's like as Latinos, we get this pass of like, well, of course you love soccer. Well, nah, I'm right. Cuban. He's yeah, Dominican. Say, yeah, yeah. We ain't Cubans supposed and Dominicans are, yeah. y'all, y'all are some baseball boys. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. not, we're not supposed to be playing that sport. So like as fans of that, we had really no one to really like – talk to about right. it like there was no one that we could be like blah blah like all my homies that were like you know from granada trinidad jamaica they were like yeah soccer we, we love it oh my god come over watch all my homies that were like african-american or puerto rican or cuban or dominican they're like what are you doing right yeah. and i think that was the toughest part as a fan was there was like almost you didn't you didn't really have a home as a minority who liked yeah. the sport i played it for a while certainly not at a very high level i stopped at high school but when when i would go play the sport i'm like damn these are all like rich kids i have nothing in common with yeah, yeah. and then when i would go play it like and it's in the street with like my friends, it was just that select group of friends that were Portuguese, Brazilian, you know, Caribbean, and that's it. And yeah. then when I would like hang out with my other friends, they had no idea what I was doing. So I like, I really didn't have anywhere to go. I couldn't bring it into my friend group. It's not until FIFA became like big, right? There was nothing that we could sort of center ourselves around as mm -hmm. soccer fans. And I think, you know, listening to a lot of like, african-american soccer players that come from areas like you which is a little bit outside of such a densely populated area when they talk about it it's like it's like the one black kid i knew who skated it was like a secret that he was a skater mm -hmm. because he didn't want to get made fun of he didn't want right. to get roasted yeah. all day so he didn't really talk about it even though he loved it soccer was kind of like that for me for and for yeah. i would assume christian if he would have played a lot yeah. more when he was younger because he picked it up much later it, it was like it's this thing of like it's almost like this hidden secret. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the benefit, at least people can learn, like, right? If you are uh, an African-American person and you play soccer, you're going to end up learning 15 languages like Aaron <laughs> yeah. okay? So <laughs> you're going to be talking to Buffon. <laughs> you get his native tongue. <laughs> it's the most – it's like you, even if you play you play basketball, you play pretty much any other sport, it's fairly homogenous, right? right? Where you'll – everybody's kind of from the same place to some degree. Yeah. But soccer is one of those sports. That even, even That's the biggest thing I tell people is like soccer – is the like single greatest icebreaker I have ever encountered in my life. Like I know I can touch down in any country in the world and talk to somebody. I have one thing in common probably mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. They probably like soccer because it's the world's game. I can sit, I can go to Italy, I can go to Spain, I can go to France. Anywhere where people enjoy the game, which is 99% of the world, <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a, I can have a conversation with somebody. But it's also Even funny. Even if they're not like, big fans, they right? know about they it know more about than, it. It's yeah. something that can like bridge the gap a little bit. And then they're like, oh, you're an American that likes soccer? And you might not be a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not wearing a NASCAR <laughs> shirt? Yeah. Uh, that, it's, it's funny, though. I also, like, I think that experience kind of shaped, I'm, I'm a pretty personal person i don't like people that much but also i just really do not like watching soccer with other people because i grew up kind of watching it on my own yeah and especially now i definitely don't really like going to bars because it's that initial like conversation a lot of people will have with you where they assume you don't know anything about soccer yeah and then you gotta like say something that that and then they're like, how do you know so much about soccer? Yeah. You know a lot about soccer. And it's like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just trying to watch the game. Can <laughs> yeah, you yeah. leave me alone? Like, this is my like, there's that bar of like, all right, I almost feel like I have to prove myself because I'm not going to sit here and like let you think that I don't know about this right. game. Because I know so it's much like more than you. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to go through that. So I sit on my couch with my dog. <laughs> yeah. This was my biggest issue when I started going to Arsenal bars. I was like, 
I don't cheer for everything good that happens because mm. I'm used to watching it at home. Yeah. I'm just like, yes, you know, on my own. And everyone's got like songs and chants. So they assume I but don't know anything not- about the sport because I'm not going along with all the chants. Like, bro, but- I could hear you. Yeah. I could hear the stands. Like, I'm trying I'm- to concentrate, actually. Like, yeah. they can't hear you in London. Yeah. I'm trying to see this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, I'm just I, trying to watch. I, I appreciate supporter culture, but I'm not like, I'm not really built like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't go around it because I, I don't want to be sitting there like, I hate you. Everyone here. Yeah, yeah. I want to fight so every person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always like, this would be a great experience just holding this beer alone. This mm, would be nice. It's great. <laughs> well, I don't feel that way. I like people. Anyway, <laughs> I, do, I do too. But it's I like a, it was a learning curve. It's fun. It's fun. I love the community. I don't really mess uh, with y'all like that. <laughs> I'm about to go back home and sit in a dark place for a while. <laughs> really do. Uh, and not text anyone back. That is uh, the Aaron West story. I, so, I, what do you think? I feel like we should just keep going because we're almost done yeah we're almost done Let's yeah, we should going. just go through the entire episode yeah. uh there's no real point in stopping right no big ass segment okay one one big ass segment one big ass segment <laughs> <Let's do it. laughs> all right so uh so the other thing i want you ain't to... pressed for time are you i gotta run by 245 but all right cool yeah, yeah. that's that'd be very fine that's the perfect last thing uh wanted to talk about was uh so apparently there is a a uh, tournament that is uh, in the talks between Liga MX and uh, and, MLS. and MLS. The yeah. top four teams will play each other in a tournament uh, towards the end of the season. I was about to say, what part of the year? Is yeah. It <laughs> so oh, towards the end of whose season? Probably Liga <clears throat> MX. So okay. So there, uh, I want to. The reason I'm bringing this up is because we interviewed Dan Hunt, the the president and owner of right. uh, FC Dallas. And, and the Chicago Bulls. And the Chicago. Well, he's like, a, they're like a, the Hunt family. That's more yeah. the Hunt family. Anyway, so, and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're rich. We interviewed rich people, yeah, right? <laughs> rich, rich. Yeah. We only, oh, you rich, rich. <laughs> yeah, Which that, reminds me, how the hell did you not know who Roddy Rich was when you interviewed Jane Sancho? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> I had heard the song. Yeah. And like, I was like, Roddy Rich? I I think I'd heard it a long time ago before that. And then I when he played it, I was like, oh. This is new. This is dope. And then I went back, and my boy texted me. He's like, "How you not know who Roddy Rich is?" And I was like, "I don't know, bro." Yeah, I know, dude. Aaron's I don't know. On top of everything, I don't know who Roddy Rich is. It, like stuff doesn't usually slip through like that. But you don't know who Roddy Rich who's is? Roddy Rich? I don't he's know. A, he's, he's a, a young a rapper. Rapper. Uh, Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Florida, okay. I believe. I only pay attention so. to my 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 favorite like English rappers, like Twenty One Savage. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's really only people I really look out for. Uh, so. That was one of the funniest things, though. Like. Jaden Sancho, huge international star. He like turned into like a little kid almost, like a, like a very much like a little cousin. Like, oh, I gotta show you this song, buff. You yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Because you, <laughs> you go, oh, cool. Is he from England? And he was like, he's, uh, he's from he's the state. <laughs> he was like, oh, I get to show you something. Yeah, he was like, how the fuck you not? Know? <laughs> he's like, I play professional soccer and I'm a bomb Roddy Rich and I everybody has Spotify today yeah. I watched that video like How everybody has rap caviar there's too many there's too many rappers every week there's like two three new ones there's yeah. a new one I can't I can't keep week. up with these kids these days I cannot co-sign Blueface though I can't do it yeah I uh, I love Blueface, bro. I mainly because he pisses people off yeah. so much. I'm one of them. I, I can't get. I, it. I, I, I one or two songs. Not a fan. I'm, I'm more of a fan of Blue Waffle. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
Google it, kids. <laughs> Google it, folks. Y'all, bars on that, too. Uh, so, the, this tournament between uh, Liga MX and uh, MLS. So, the reason I bring it up, we spoke to Dan Hunt, and uh, unprompted, he mentioned that he was like, hey, I would want to see a, 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 a even a league. He, he said he thought even bigger, maybe a combined super league, league, a super league between, and not just, not even a super league, uh, like with like the top 20 of Liga MX and MS. He was like, everybody. He's like, everybody. He's like four, a 40 team league. Yeah. It seemed like a diabolical person. He was yeah. just like, yes. Said, we got, we got, a, we got like an insight into what rich people talk about when we're not around. He was like, yo, why don't we just throw everybody in there? Yeah. <laughs> they can fight it out. <laughs> The profits, yeah, seventy-five like, dollar. What if we make a tournament where they try to kill each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about soccer okay, players too, in an MMA tournament? Dan, you too far. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's still soccer. Dan, your mouth is salivating. There's blood. There's blood coming. I love out. it when poor people die. What? What? Sorry, you weren't supposed to hear. Yeah. So this seems like at least the you know like in the in the owners' meetings uh, that maybe Dan was like, hey, how about a you know, a league with all the teams from yeah. uh, Mexico and, and, and U.S. and Canada. And then they were like, okay, well, how about like a tournament? Yeah. Yeah. How about you well, relax? They, yeah. Yeah. Take back a couple minutes. This, uh, we'll pull back a little bit. And this, <laughs> this might be the, the, the appeasement, mm. you know, of, uh, of MLS or CONCACAF and trying to figure out how to com- combine this stuff. Uh, but what do you think of uh, a tournament? And then depending on when it is, this could be – Terrible, right? Like it could really interrupt the season. We we have U.S. Open yeah, Cup. Well, I we need to see camp. when it's good. Dang, I keep kissing the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to see when it's gonna be like the format. Who's allowed in it? When the basically, I really need to see when these matches are gonna be played. Until I like it. I at feel all. that if this does happen and it proves to be successful financially. And a player gets injured midseason, or MLS teams look bad because it's in our preseason or something. This could be the beginning of pushing MLS towards getting on the exact same schedule as Liga MX. Mm, I could see that. So I'm yeah. willing. I'm willing to allow this I to happen. I wouldn't hate that at all. Me neither. A European schedule, no. But we do need to figure out a compromise. And yeah. Liga MX schedule would be great. I It'd think. be great. It would give us enough time for the winter break. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. I think it would allow. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, because yeah. we can't do Europe's schedule when it's negative 20 in Chicago. No. Yeah. <laughs> Not outside. <laughs> right. Not if you want to sell tickets. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's strange to me that it, that it, this is I get that it's uh, useful, uh, but it's not necessarily the most important thing as far as uh, getting the schedule to the European calendar. Uh, only because other break. countries in Europe do not play in in the, the same calendar. There's yeah. but other cold like countries. Scandinavia, they take a break because t- everything is frozen exactly <laughs> so it's like it's not the most important thing in the world for the growth of the sport but right. it's it's definitely on the list yeah. not the highest it just priority. needs to not be like egregiously outside of everything on the international calendar yeah like, we you just can't, can't just sit on so an island literally yeah. like <laughs> and now that now that t- teams like newcastle are respectfully looking at our players and willing to buy them i think it's enough where we don't have to be like put it in the summer so that there's no other soccer competing against it people will be forced to watch it people will now be watching it newcastle fans will be kind of paying attention to mls a bit more mm-hmm. because they start to respect our players now's the time for those changes to start happening i'm not one of these guys that like that's the first chip to fall next thing you know we're just like europe i don't believe that but i do think getting on a schedule that mimics you know the Scandinavian countries or how Iceland does it. They take long breaks in the middle. That's fine. You yeah. have the apertura and the clausura. That'd be amazing. 
Yeah, they, it is a feeling uh, like I mean when so, so I think they they're planning to do this possibly uh, in the summer. It, I, I can't get like an exact uh, time, but it seems like it, it will overlap uh, with the MLS season. Of so, course it will. So MLS is always the one who's like, "No, nah, that's cool. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll do whatever we want. You, we'll I, eat it. We'll be yeah. fine. We'll, we won't look bad at problems. Yeah, of course not. And and given that <clears throat> to me, look, they they tried the 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 Campeones Cup right last year. Uh, Toronto FC played uh, Club America. Club America, right? Yeah, I think they and they lost. The yeah. going. And the game wasn't how many? Very few people in Toronto even went to the game. Uh, the but game, that something like that it takes time for people to care about it. Like once there's like you know it's like an all star game. Once there's actually something there, but I'm more will do I'm it. more fine with that than I am with a tournament. Uh, just having that one game and, you know... You know what I'm about? Forget this tournament. Liga MX All-Stars versus MLS All-Stars. That, that would be, be lit. Wild. Yes. Uh, that would be very lit. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it would be kind of fun. I don't know. It's fine. You do it in California or Texas <laughs> yes. every year. Wait, is that better? <laughs> We're doing the real front? <laughs> Damn. Is that better than the two champions playing each other? I think so. I don't know about that. I mean, like, I think so. Any, I mean, the All-Star. I mean, put that in the Azteca, boy. But, but the, okay, it being played in Mexico might be a little bit more both. entertaining. Do both. Home Just and away. Both. Home and away. All right. I don't know. Just do both. Uh, Listen, before we go, Aaron, uh, one of the reasons we had you on is because, you know, you're, you're, now, you're now a free agent. What's, what do you tell the people what you want to do? You know, we tell the people what they should yeah. be looking out for. Or maybe who should hit you up. I want to keep telling the stories that i have been which is mainly i want to talk about minority issues very heavily uh in this sport i want to i want to cover it all basically like i want it all give it all to me (laughs) i want like copa gave me a lot of juice basically like i didn't have a reel before i got to copa i had done one on-camera thing so i'm very grateful to them that now like i have a year and a half of incredible experiences on camera uh and, and you I got learned the a lot. Flyer miles now. The frequent flyer miles. <laughs> yeah. like, I learned an inc- a lot, but I just want to keep the momentum going. Like sitting down with players like Tim Weah, Tyler Adams, uh, Marco Fabian, just getting to tell the stories of these players. One of my the biggest things that I, like, I feel it's kind of my mission too is because like I've kind of surfed that line between like fan player is like getting to tell people that these people, these players are real people, like yeah. kind of exposing the fact that they're not automatons. They're not machines. Just like fleshing out the, the reality of they're their not lives. They're not the FUT card. Right. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. they are not a shiny card on your PlayStation. You just get to mess around with and yeah. like, but just, I just want to keep that going basically. Like, uh, and I'm excited to, to see what comes next. Uh, talk to a couple different back people in writing or I want to do it all. I want to do some more writing. I want to stay with on-camera stuff, do some voice, com- continue doing voiceover work. Like, mm-hmm. just literally, I want to do it all. I'm, I'm also putting a focus on esports because I'm like, I play video games all the time. Like, I'm going to get paid for it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've like, been seeing you on Twitter. You've been talking about a lot yeah, more. Like, I've been so heavily into it, and, like, I'm... And you're doing, like, Twitch and stuff yeah, now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do some more of that on my own, like a kind of a little bit more personal brand building. But in general, just I want to tell these stories. Yeah, yeah, man. There's so many stories to tell. So many. Like, I, 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 I talk to – I have the, the um, privilege of being able to talk to some of these players and, like, have made friendships with some of these uh ladies and guys uh, who are still in the game and just getting to just chat with them every day. And I'm like, 
people need to know some of this stuff. Yeah. Like they won't tell just anyone, and and it needs to be done in a proper way. But there's they so worry about much. their brand as well. Yeah, they have to like, worry about their media. And we talked about this in the Black History Month roundtable. Like a lot of players, I. I love it when players speak out, but a lot of players are afraid to speak out because when you're worrying about your place on the team mm-hmm. day in and day out, you're not like trying to d- jeopardize that in any way. No. Uh, and I respect, I super respect the players that do, do take that chance and speak out. But I also understand this is a business. A lot of these guys, Guys and girls cannot say things. Yeah. And sometimes they, they can have a conduit for that. And I, I want to be that person. Yeah. There you go. Well, Aaron, uh, we are, <laughs> we're fans of you. And, and it's, it's, that, it's a, it's a honor and always a privilege to have you join us. And it's easy. It's like, it's one of those things where we were talking about it. Like, yo, we heard what was going on. We're like, yo, we got to get Aaron on the show. Like, it's just like, you, we just want to help. Yeah. We know? just want to help. I, I don't that, know if this helped. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this about, is like great. It, this is yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's more, it, I, honestly, it's not even like, at least for me, it's not about like, you're a clearly a, a talented person. It's not about helping you get to your whatever next thing, but it is like, yo, just to, to get some of that Aaron West energy on this show yeah. is yeah. that that's the privilege for us. So, and uh, also like we, we talk all the time about helping the sport and building community. We do that amongst ourselves. You yeah. know what I mean? We try yeah. to we try to big up the people that we think deserve that big up. It, not that we're tastemakers or anything like that, but if we you get, see the drip though, yeah, no, right. thank you. Uh, like if, if shout out else, Sean Francis, <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, we're gonna put up a picture. Uh, but if people have helped us as we're coming along, and that's like you know, it's what we should all do. Oh. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Everybody uh, Aaron West, uh, you know how we always end this show. Uh, where we, uh, you know, you're gonna yell cool. You'll, just, you'll know you'll, exactly when and you'll how. get it. It'll make all the sense in the world. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, yeah, I, we, I'm glad you got to be on the entire thing. Yeah, and, and the we, whole damn thing. Big man team. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we got and we got to chop. Oh, it that's up. a great 21 Savage impression. <laughs> <laughs> you already know, mate. Yeah, all, all, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Uh, le- make sure you leave a review. Uh, subscribe on the YouTube channel. We're trying. We're almost at 2,000 YouTube subscribers. Wow! Crazy, huh? Uh, YouTube uh, is a harsh landscape it is too. Very like difficult. that isn't an we, accomplishment. We back a little bit. I'm <laughs> serious, bro. Uh, YouTube damn. is harsh. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's uh, your social media stuff so people can know and make sure a you follow West uh, a three wise underscore West. Hilarious on Twitter. One of the hilarious. Fun, one of the funniest people on Twitter. And I, I do not say that lightly. We have this a lot of comedians that are friends with us, but Aaron is hilarious on I'm Twitter. Jealous he gets that. to retweet some things before I do. I'm like, how the fuck you find this <laughs> shit though? You okay. should see my tweet deck. It's yeah. like the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> I, he got tweet deck. Right? <laughs> what I do love is that the, uh Aaron is very connected to like my the comedy timeline that I follow. So like you had retweeted um Rod, Rodimus Prime, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So from the black guy who tips, right? Yeah. It was a, who's a, we I know through another comedian. He does a very popular podcast yeah, yeah, out of yeah. like a, the DC area, I believe. Uh, and and I'm like, okay, Aaron connected to our right. comedy <laughs> homie. <laughs> oh, Aaron, <laughs> Right. He got his fingers in everything, yeah, right? Everything, well, not anymore. He's engaged now. So. <laughs> congratulations, by the way. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> oh, almost 10 years and I have my finger in it. <laughs> uh, so with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. For, for, for Aaron West, my name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerrero. So and together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cool Ooh, we so gully. <laughs>